Good evening. Tonight, the dummies are going to be doing our uh, Glenfiddich 12-year-old review. We also have Dr. Scotch swinging by for the entire evening talking to us about E150, okay. what's in the whiskey, how it affects the whiskey, why you guys should care or not care. We're also doing a what's in the dram at the end of the show, and we have our patron after party. So stick around for all that. It is Scotch Ford. Four guys in a Scotch journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. I am Drew. I'm Sean. I'm Mark. And I'm Andrew today. Man, you got a really good show tonight, Dr. Scotch. <laughs> well, Dr. Scotch is in here. Well, well he's got to go I'm, get I'm getting Scotch. ahead of myself, but well, he's going to make an appearance. He will. He's in the he's in the green room. But he's he's in the green room. <laughs> he's on stage with Jimmy Fallon. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Pretty crazy. He wishes he was. Right? Well, I mean, that's where we keep the good stuff. So what are we doing tonight? Well, first we're talking about this Glenfiddich. We got to talk about the Glenfiddich. So, right. but what else are we talking about? So, so for you podcasters, Dr. Scotch will be here talking about a little bit of E150. Sean, I think, did more research this week than I remember doing when I was talking to Dr. Scotch. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost did it. It was tripped. I saw that. So, Dr. Scotch uh, has, has a lot of information as well, and I, I understand there's actually a bottle of E150 in the house. There is. There is. So we'll see what that goes on. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, Carmel Collin, we'll talk through that. What's uh, Scotch in the news? What's in What's in the dram? What's that? What's in the dram? That's something we're doing at the end of the show lately. It's kind of fun. We've all pre-poured something. It's been sitting over here for a little bit, and we're all we all know what it is, but you don't. And so you get basically to go through it and ask us some questions and see if you can guess what we're drinking. All right. Keep it simple. It's fun. It's something a little fun. And uh, since Sean didn't pour his, he says he doesn't know. But I mean, I kind of he knows. We all kind of picked our own, so it'll be fun. I know. To, I think there's some curveballs in there. there a lot of pressure on me to pour something. It was. I don't know. And we had to anyway, open a bottle. Drew picked old. something for me and it looked it looked good. Back on topic. Glenn Fiddick, 12 year old. Oh. This guy, every place, every bar, every liquor store so, out there. Wait a minute. Five years into this. Oh yeah. Five years into this. Yeah. And we're getting to Glenn Fiddick 12. Yeah. The most what popular the hell, bottle, the most popular <laughs> Sigamalt whiskey brand in the world. For one point two million cases I, can't be wrong. I know that <laughs> there are some that we're just like, of course we've reviewed that. Like you will go into the liquor store and skip right over stuff, thinking that we've reviewed it and we've had it a million times, a million I mean, times, but never actually done a review on it. So I was, kind of I was, I was looking yeah. through this. I'm like, oh yeah, we done. Well, at least, no, we, we, at least we can keep the dummies um, label. Yeah, we're still dummies. Absolutely. We're not going to change it that. Happens. So, Glenfiddich 12. Tell us about Glenfiddich a little bit. I mean, obviously, since it's the this is the intro to their core lineup. This is it, right? This, this is, is the, the... Yeah, so Glenfiddich, it's the Valley of the Deer, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Valley of the Deer, um, you know, they're just... They're 1.2 million cases um, a year. They're huge. And... I don't know what they just have good good material. They've changed a little bit over the years. They're back in the 60s, 70s. It wasn't a 12 year old. It was it was called what was it? Classic malt or yeah. Yeah. pure malt? Pure, pure malt. So, so Glenfiddich was the right. first to ever define their whiskey as a single malt whiskey. Bingo. That's what or, I was getting at. Yeah. To to I guess it, to advertise it that way, and they called it a pure malt, which was innovative for the time and you know so you can see their marketing they've got they've always had the triangle bottles yeah um now one thing that people were shocked about was that glenfiddich changed their their packaging this year so their bottles are, this is an older bottle of the 12 like a couple of years old that in 2019 right. and 2020 they changed to a, a different bottle and i thought you had one on here 
think it's probably at your bar. Yeah. Um, the newer bottling. Yes. And it's just, it's a little different. It's still the triangular bottle, um, but it's just a little different. We Good both have some of that pure malt, and I think it's got an eight-year statement on it. <clears throat> I, I, I would have to look at my bottle, because mine's, mine's old. I got mine from my grandfather. Yeah, I've got the can with mine, too. I'm pretty sure it's got an eight on it. Um, but it's interesting that they're the first ones to actually market that, you know, the single yeah, malt. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Um, so what do you guys think about it? I mean, what do we give it? Two, two, two three, seven, two, five. Yep. So a little bit above average. Two, three, two, five. And I, I mean, you're talking, you're talking like a $40 bottle, too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, I'm, I'm drinking readily right available. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's just it's just a good malt. It's, I mean, it's, it's sweet, but not too sweet. It's, it's kind of dare. malty, but not too malty. I mean, it's just a balance. It's, it's got really a nice little spice on the finish. I mean, it's... I gotta tell you, it's really it's sweet in the glass right now. It's a good, well balanced dram. I don't have any problems with it. And for forty bucks, I feel like I got right. what I paid for. You can blend with, you can blend so. with it and not be upset with it. You can drink it neat if you want, just to you know, an everyday drinker. It holds water pretty well for forty ABV. So yeah, forty ABV, twelve years old. But do we What's have maturation? It's just oak, right? This is just ex bourbon, American oak. I, uh, I don't remember. remember. Gosh, we we had all that together. It's on the the review, right? I'm just trying to remember. I. There's no uh, crazy, well, no, it says, yeah, matured in the finest Oloroso sherry and bourbon cast. Yeah. So there is a, a sherry note to it. Sherry and bourbon. Not very strong. That's what gives it the good blend. Right, we got to say it's it's chill filtered, right? Oh, yeah, it's not that. chill filtered. Probably colored. Got to have some coloring in there, Possibly sure. colored because the color is pretty, pretty decent on it, so. Well, I would say they have it's to put light. coloring in it. And the, quanti the quantities that they produce. Yep. To keep and we're going to talk about that. Exactly. That's, so that's a good segue into that. But um, I think we're we're happy with it. I'm, yeah. I, tons of reviews were good. Uh, I think pretty much everybody agrees with our, our take on it. We had Yeah, we've had uh, quite, a, quite a bit of views on it and quite a bit of uh, comments so far. And I, I would say the majority of people are agreeing with us for the price. You can't go wrong. A lot of people have, have said that's their entry into Scotch World, which is... A great entry I mean, level scotch. So the, honestly, for entry level, you're probably looking at Glenfiddich 12, Macallan 12, Glenlivet, Glenlivet um, you yeah. know, maybe a Monkey Shoulder or Johnny Walker. Balvenie, um, maybe. May, yeah, maybe Balvenie. That's pretty pretty common. But I mean, those are the ones, right? right? Like those are the ones that you're most likely to find easily. That'll be readily yeah. available. That are priced right, and that you know will kind of be your first like. You know, dip well, your toe in the water and see if you like this stuff. And having had these, you know, if I went to somebody's house and they offered me a scotch and it was one of these, I'm like, oh, I'd readily, I wouldn't turn my nose up at it because I readily enjoy these bottles. So why Let would I? Let me ask the yeah. question. How many people that are watching right now have never had Glenfiddich 12? That's, a, that's an interesting question. I'm, if, if there's, I, I, I'm, I would say I'll, everybody, I would say 100%. I'll probably, 100%. I'll probably agree with uh, Cohen on this. Glenfiddich, I think, is better than Glenlivet 12. I think, that, if I remember right, yeah. that, I you, agree. You, I think you said that yeah. recently. Actually. And I would agree with Steve <laughs> A that Macallan 12 is a little pricey for entry level these days. It is a yeah. little... Macallan likes their own juice. Yeah. Yes, they, and well, I'll be honest with you. I noticed in the, the grocery stores this week that... The, uh, the old 25% tariff? It's, it's up. It's hit, buddy. It's on yep. the shelves now. I, I mean, I was at Kroger, and I was like, Jesus, I was pissed. It, it yeah. sucks, man. There's I'm, nothing you can do about it. I'm curious. It. Everybody put a 1 uh, in your chat if you've had Glenlivet 12, or Glenfiddich 12. Put uh, oh. 0 if you haven't. Nocturnal so. hasn't had it. Nocturnal. What? Weirdly, I haven't had it. There's your 100%. Dang it. I'm already well, out. Well, no, see, the thing is... It's so common, you think, well, you know, if, if you're a whiskey connoisseur, you think, why would I ever, 
Why would I go back? If I hadn't had it now, why would I go back to it? Because I know what I like in good whiskey. Can well, I answer that? Well, yeah, answer it. Uh, so if, 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 you're, if someone's feeling that way, I would say you have to go back because this is, this is foundational. It's, it's core range. It is the most common out there. I want to know what that is. If I've spent all my time in higher-end scotches, I want to know what this is. Well, that and at oh, some point you're going to have three. questions from somebody who's new to scotch, right? right? And they're more than likely going to have, oh you know, a Glenmo 10 or a Glenfiddich 12. And so you're going to have to be able to relate those scotches. Like when you're telling them, hey, you should spend another 30 40 $50, why should I? What's so much better about the one that you're talking about than and, the one I'm drinking now? Sure. And if you've never had that one, how are you going to say, You're oh, right. well, it's, it's just great. Yeah. Like, you should try these. They're, they're worth trying. So what's so. your percentage, Drew? It's down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got five people I've caught so far that have not had it. Five of probably 20. So, yeah. you know, that's, so that's, you know, 25%, 20, 25% yeah, of people that's, that's, that's surprising, actually. And, and, and keep in mind, until a week ago, well, I guess we hadn't reviewed it. We'd had it, but we hadn't. Oh, yeah, we'd it. had so, tons of it. Oh, yeah, we've had. I've had my share of it. But still, my point is, until, until we put it on the same scale and rated it all the sure. same, it's I agree. Not so the same. I, I will tell you my Glenfiddich story. All right. Because uh, it was one of my like early introductions to scotch long before I knew you guys. Yep. When I was, I was going to culinary school. Now, my family's a whiskey family anyway, so I'd already <laughs> had scotch. Irishes, you know, bourbons. We, hmm. We're whiskey. What kind of whiskey, whiskey they make in Poland? Potato vodka. <laughs> anyway, so I, when I was going to culinary school, uh, one of the guys in my class was uh, from Spain. He was from uh, Barcelona. And he was a Glenfiddich drinker. He loved it. And so he and I would ride to class together, and we had class in the evening. And every day, five days a week, he would pick me up. We would drive to the bar and have a glass of Glenfiddich and then go to school. <laughs> Every day. Right. Yep. And so, I mean, that was just how he rolled. That was like, you know. So you're and, saying you've had it. Yeah, a couple times, <laughs> you know. So, but it was, it, you know, it was prior to like a connoisseur stage. It was more like, hey, we're just going to go have a glass. And it was a nice glass and nothing wrong with yeah. it. And the price is right. And the price is right. right. So I never really, you don't have to think about it too hard. And you don't have to get upset about it if you drop it on the floor, I guess, because it's not, you know, going to break your bank. But it is a nice sipping glass. If you, you drop can, it on the floor, they're making enough, you can get another. True enough. True enough. <laughs> it's not single cast. It's very so, true. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think that we scored it well, and, you know, it's a it's a, a little above average bottle, and I think we gave it some props for the price that it is and the quality Nothing that you get for the it. price. I'd exactly. kill it on a fishing boat all day, every day. Yep. It's sweeter than I thought. I know. It's really sweet tonight. It's nice. Um, so, should we call the doc? He's around here somewhere, isn't he? I we should get the doc. Call that man. We got a lot of questions for him today. Yeah, we got a pretty big topic to cover, honestly. Um, I'm really glad that you dug deep into this because I'm going to learn something. I'm going to be one of the viewers and just kind of sit back and ask stupid questions because I really didn't dig into this one Good as stuff. much as I normally do. Let's go find him. All right.
Hey, the doc is here. Hey guys, what's going on? Woo. I hear you have some really good science to talk about. I have so much science. Oh so many gosh. questions to ask you about. Well, I, so many I do the research sometimes. So All right. And I'll help you. Sometimes. We've been doing this for better part of five years now, right? Over At least five on years. YouTube. Um, on YouTube for five years. Yeah. And in that time, there has been a lot of comments and questions about E150A and what what part it plays in our whiskey and how it affects mm -hmm. the flavor. Very and there's a lot point. of people that are negative on it, like actively searching out bottles that do not contain any sort of coloring whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Totally understand that. But then there's a lot of people that beat up bottles that do have some coloring. And so I thought it would be interesting to ask you some questions about what E150 is, what it does to the whiskey, and uh, maybe kind of maybe wiki. we can do some some uh, experiments to see. Does it matter? Should we care? Right. Well, I think we're going to find out tonight. Okay. I'm very so, excited so, about this. So let's go back in time a little bit too. We've talked about this before too, and and kind of start with Mark and I back in the Scotland trip three years ago, two three years ago. It's been long. Right? Two, yeah. three, ah, three it just feels four. like it's forever. But four, uh, five, yeah. we we were over there actually with Roy, uh, and yep. we were drinking at the bar, and Roy just left. And the bartender at the time, he was doing something for some whiskey club over there, whatever. And he says, have you guys ever had E150? We're like, what's E150? Well, you know, we kind of knew we a little bit about it. it but just going to pour it? Right. So he had a freaking thing of it. Now, the point was, we, we tried it. We could totally taste it. It was a long story short. You talked about it. It's like, well, was it test correctly? Did we do it? No. You've got to be a control experiment. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm actually, I, <laughs> I know. tools. I know going into this that it's we know that's going to have flavor to it, but our flavor profile is probably skewed. So I'm actually excited to see in a real test environment, in a sense, to kind of see what happens here with what coloring, smell, taste, you know, all these things. So I happen to bring a little bottle of Distiller's Caramel. That's the E150A. So you get it like six bucks on Amazon. It's anybody can get it. There we go. So if you're making if you're making your own if you're distilling your own uh, whiskey, which is illegal in the United States, but if you do it in other countries, um, you can add coloring to it if you want and make it look like a, a real fancy, make your moonshine. For the record, this is a clear bottle. The glass is clear. I just want you, it's not a it's brown dark. bottle. It's not a brown bottle. Oh my gosh. And essentially, E150, so have you, has anybody ever made caramel where you take that nice white it. sugar and you cook it and it gets darker and darker and darker? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you put it in that's essentially what they do no, here. That's right. Is they make it darker and darker and darker until it's the color they want. And it's essentially a car a carbohydrates or sugar, whatever they want, whatever they use. There's not really a, a set. And they just cook it until it's dark. And then it's nice and concentrated. And they put it, put some water in it to, to make it fluid and sell it. So uh, I did a little bit of research. And so I have a, a, just a few questions. Mm -hmm. uh, so there are four different kinds yeah. of E150. It's not just the one that we all talk about all the time. Correct. There's A, B, C, and D. That's correct. And the difference being that the E150A is just the carbohydrates. There's no additives correct. put in it. The E150A is really best for um, for spirits, and the other thing about E150A is it's more color fast than the other E150s. So that means that it will, you can put light on it, and it's not going to break down really quickly. So it will st stand up to light. So that's kind of the beauty of putting it in a clear glass bottle. It's not going to fade when it sits in the sun. Now it may fade a little bit, but the other E150s, um, B, C, and D. They are generally a different pH. They're not kind of kind of a neutral neutral pH, and so they're gonna 
they tend to break down more in adverse conditions. So you lose okay. your coloring. So that's, that's why a lot of those are more food additives, and this is more a liquid spirit additive. So then, uh, let me get the ones right. So E150B has sulfites added to it Correct. as a reactant. So how's that? Well, essentially, it's a it's a sulfur compound that is really stable in acidic environment. So if you have a, like a tomato tomato paste or something like that that's really acidic, and you add a little color to it, you can add E150B, and it's gonna it's gonna hold that color better because it's an acidic environment, it's designed to hold up in an acidic environment, and it won't break down. So is, it the, is that the coloring McKellen uses, why you get that sulfur? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, I had to ask. Scotch has to use E-150A. Okay. Yes, because it's Good. a spirit base or spirit design and color fast. Okay. But I saw something, so, so E-150C has ammonium as a Yeah, so that's more, that's more for what? basic foods. So that is one, like if you have, um, caramel flavored yogurt and they probably put coloring in it to make it look like it's got caramel in it but it's e1 it's e150c because it's designed for basic food i'm not eating that anymore so it's got a little bit of color well anything you well, see that says caramel coloring like soft drinks yes caramel color caramel yep. coloring yeah but i mean thing. to your point there's a lot of foods you don't really realize that you know vanillas cherries all the stuff Technically, the flavor is clear. You can't, it's white or whatever. They've they, they, they add coloring to it to yeah. make it look like it's. Yeah, uh, I feel like I need to go take a shower and a crying game. Well, <laughs> I don't like, I feel dirty. Well, see, the thing is, you don't. That's on you. Because. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about it's, you. It's essentially burnt sugar. I mean, it's not toxic. I mean, it's not something you have to worry about from a health perspective well and the research that we read there is on they did say there's a limit you there, did there, tell me it's yes so crazy. so i did did a little more research on you don't this. want to drink the bottle so there's a <laughs> um, couple things that we're going to rely on some other whiskey tubers they're actually the whiskey tribe who they did a, a study in one of their bottles where they took one of their bourbons or eleanor bourbons um they filled the bottle of water and then they added e150 to it to see how much it took well, it ended up taking about like three and a half milliliters of E150 to take a bottle of water and turn it to the exact same color as their deep, rich bourbons. So is that a lot? So two and a half mils. Um, that's about uh, what worked out to be about 70 drops, I think it was, 70 drops of okay. E150. The average daily in intake of this, the recommended average daily intake, so that means every day for the rest of your life, you'll still be fine, was 24 milliliters. So you'd have to drink about eight bottles of whiskey a day. Well, that's whiskey that had zero color. Yes. And you took it to it a dark only color. color. Okay. And they took it to, so if you can get through eight bottles of whiskey a day, I don't think the E-150 is your problem. So you're telling me there's a going to kill you. <laughs> so you don't need to worry about that. And that's, and that's a deep, rich color coming from water. There's nothing right. from the barrels. So a lot of these things, you'll add, you'll have some color from the barrels. You add a, a little E150 to get it all uniform, and then you'll be, then you'll go with it. So we got a couple experiments. Do we want to hit those first? Should, should we hit D? Talk about D. D. D has both sulfites and ammonia as reactants. So I don't know if that's a matter of like trying to get hit a specific <laughs> pH. That one seemed like it was for a little more specialized. Is that heat stuff. stable? Is that what the one it that, might you could, be. that you can put in like breads and and things that? Oh, because you're gonna. It's kind of. You want it to be nice and. Uh, soft drinks. Oh, soft drinks. Okay, so that that one you're putting in. That's a seriously. I think it was more for the the color range. Oh, okay. Than it was for anything else. 
Yeah. It has a stronger negative charge and a wide pH range, widely used in the soft drinks industry. Yeah. So, okay. So there, there's. Um, but they use it in cosmetics, in pharmaceuticals. In, That's true. Like, it, I mean, it's it's not just beverages. It's in a lot baked goods. Damn near everything. Yeah, your Twinkie has some in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that stuff will last forever. Right, that's, maybe that's See? why. Take the, Mars, take the Mars with you. So, Dr. Scotch, we need analytical tools to see if we can identify, right? Well, let me ask you this question before you spin up the thing. If, if this is such a market, and it's, it, are there companies that make this to a standard? So if I'm a distillery and I know I need some of this, Am I going to one company that sure. makes the coloring to a specific standard that I want? Just like everything else, you know, you can get your peat, you can get your malt. I, you know, I go to a company yep. to give you my malt. Um, do do they do the same so, thing with E150? Uh, yes, they do. And because don't you so. don't have to specify, like, none of the uh, regulatory agencies have to specify, like, you have to make this with beet sugar. Okay. And and do it in a certain process. Okay. It's any kind of carbohydrate. You're heating it up, and it's gonna turn to sugar. It, it's you know you're you're basically breaking down the sugars, and it, it's a complex process, poorly understood is <laughs> is uh, basically what everybody says. Well, uh, but it's there's a there's a range of colors once you do that. So based on like how you cook it down, how how quickly you cook it down, what the carbohydrate was when you started, you can get a, a little bit of variation in the coloring. Um, so there was, there was a range that they talked about. And so, you know, what, what most of these companies are doing is they're not taking clear spirit and then dumping in a bunch of this to make it super dark and fake you out. Most of the coloring that they're using is to make a consistent product. So Across if you, the big... So if you have a bottle of Johnny Walker Red and no you've one. sold <laughs> half of those on the shelf and you order some more Johnny Walker Red and it's from a whole different batch, and you put that on the shelf, they want those batches to right. be the same. And the only way to do that when you're using you know, multiple different barrels, as everybody on here can attest, if you've got two single barrels that have, you know, from the same distillery, that were aged in the same Dunning Still house the for same the same day. amount of time, they're gonna come out completely different. Right. And so the coloring is there to even out. So they're adding minuscule amounts. So if it's 70 drops to take a clear bottle to a dark bourbon. Oh, it's gotta take it. Five drops, four drops, very little I'm to just kind of balance out those color gradients. I'm this distillery manager. I, I make scotch. I, and do I have one company that I go to consistently? Is oh, there, there's, oh, yeah. there's probably one, one or two companies yeah, out absolutely there that, 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 that have the market. They make and this then, by the barrel. And then, it, yeah. you know, when I contact you, you're the company that makes this. And I'm like, hey, I need some more color. And you're like, well, here's the color palette. You know, which, what do you want? And I'm like... Oh, I want this light one, and I need some of this dark one. I, I have no. How does that work? I you mean, can you can get different different shades of it, but generally, it's really the different shade you get has to do with the concentration of the caramel coloring in that container. So you can get like five percent color, or fifty percent color, or hundred percent color, depending on how concentrated you want it. But so it's then, the same stuff. Then the question comes. Whose job is that in the distillery? Is it the distillery manager? Is he the guy that has to make the consistent quality color? control? Yes. Somebody. So they're has taking to. a sample. When they marry all those barrels together and get it to the right ABV, they're going to take a sample, mass spec, I guess. Well, no, it, there, there's simple uh, light refraction. You can get you can get the color go. tone of the whiskey compared to your normal base. Your, your base spirit. Tell you how many drops okay, I need I need to go from. 220 nanometers to 250 nanometers. Two drops. And, and based on the last 
100 years, I know to do that, I need 50 drops. So it's like the lowest paint thing. You go it up is. there, exactly you get yeah. the shade. Yeah. The, the shades are so, like, unless you have a computer, you're not going to notice it. It's really tough. Right. Yeah, they can yeah. do it in three. But, really but cool. they've got analytical tools. They do. <laughs> so. All right, Dr. Scratch. Oh, wait a minute. What's the oh, well, shit. I, I, I got myself a little Highland Park 12 here. That's really good. I'll drink to SoCal. So I'm going to drink. We'll start with this one. SoCal. Thank you, sir. Thank you, SoCal. Appreciate the super, super chat. chat. SoCal, Yo, SoCal man. Five. Thank you, sir. Let's get into this. Mm. Mm. I do want to call out, too, by the way, the cool glasses that uh, you got us. Oh, yes. Check these out. Um, so well, I've adulterated one of two of them. Glenn Karen put out this uh, this set of colored glasses um, online. They only had 350 sets, uh, but they did say they were back orderable. So I have a feeling they're planning on making more. But the whole set comes in various colors, and it makes it really cool and fun to be able to do quick blind tastings and not have to you know mess with your glasses. I do want to call it before we get into this too. I noticed that. Um, our good friend Scotch in the Bayou's on Lee. Uh, be careful down there. I, I feel for you guys, man. This is just horrible. That, what a season for you guys. I hope you are uh, got the hatches batted down and you're ready to go. All right. Okay, so what are we doing here, Doc? So what we're going to do is I want you to open that bottle of E150. And I want you to smell it. Okay. Smell the bottle. So you're going to be smelling the raw spirit. So tell me hey, what everyone. you're smelling. It smells like caramel. Does it? Yeah. Oh this this is kind of like the equivalent uh, of like food dye. Like I mean, it, that, I gotta that, tell that you, strong. honestly, it's it's so strong, caramel. It reminds me of like Indian food. It's it's strong. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Potent. I mean, it's it's. I've made caramel in the kitchen a hundred times, and that's caramel for sure. Stronger. Than so what you can see gosh, here, yeah. what we're starting with. So what I, one of the best examples I wanted to to just describe and talk to you today this guy. was yeah, starting with starting with a fair, a fairly neutral, you know, not over-the-top um, whiskey and add color coloring to it and see if they can tell. Because when you think about it, if you're talking, starting from water, you're it's so neutral, you're more likely to be able to detect, and you know, the difference is there. So what we're doing here is we're okay. going to start with the Glenmo Original. So Glenmo is well known that they take this original and they make all their Santas and everything out of it. So this is kind of a good base spirit. Not a lot of barrel influence in it, but there's some. Not probably there's already color in it because it's it's just a ten year old. But what we're gonna do is I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna add four drops of coloring to it. So you'll be able to see it. I don't know how what well, maybe well, take that up to the camera. Get to the camera so you can see what we're doing here. All right, get to the camera so I can see how close. All right, so this is Glenmo ten. Glenmo ten. So it's pretty. It's, it's second, lightly colored, real light like straw color. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's pretty light. All right, and you're gonna put four drops. Four in? Four drops in here. Do me a favor and put a drop on my finger. I want to feel how thick that stuff is. How is it? It's actually not as th I, I thought it was going to be like super thick and sticky. It's it, I mean it's sticky a little bit, but it's it's a little more viscous or no, liquidy than and I thought. Oddly we... enough, it's not um, it's it's not alcohol based. It's basically a water based um, colorant. So I, I thought that was unique. So Hang I'm going to start. Wow, good stuff. It's crazy. That's that crazy. Four drops. Wow. Four drops. Let me see that. Wait a minute. Let me let me give it a good shake. Four drops turned it into Dalmore. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't gonna call names. Damn. Come on now. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you pour me a glass of Dalmore, I'm drinking. I'm oh, drink I am it. too. But it is a dark colored whiskey, and they make no bones about and it. And lots of you can play with that. While they Bottles. do that, I'm gonna take one of these glasses and drop four drops in it. 
That is then, crazy. That's incredible. That was uh, like a sherry for, bomb. For the podcasters, that that whiskey went from a light, light straw-colored whiskey to a dark, almost like ruby. Yeah. Right, you gotta look away so you don't. Still smells like right now. Okay. Well, that's the thing. So, do you detect any aroma on it? Are you guys? No. Gonna... I mean, it smells like Lamaraji, and that was with four drops. So, I mean, how much are we really talking about putting into a, a bottle, Andrew? Like four drops in a bottle? If you were just like evening out the color and it was reasonably close? I would doubt that much because you don't change a bottle that much. True. Well, of course, that's per bottle. So I, you know, admittedly, I don't, I don't know. So I mean, we're talking about four drops uh -oh. in an ounce of whiskey. Yes. Versus four drops in twenty-five and a half ounces of whiskey. Probably right. more than than uh, four drops in um, one. Um, four drops in one bottle. You probably would have a little bit more of that, but I don't know. How but much. I mean, not 25 times more, right? God, this no. like so I mean, we're, we're going heavy even with four drops. Correct. So what I want you to do guys to do is pass these around, make every effort That's not right. to look at them, Okay. but do your nosing and a taste, but really try not, you know, try and close your eyes when you have a, when you have a glass. You know, if you look, you're going to be able to tell because while these glasses do have some color to them, you can look down. You and can see. still. You'll still be able. So to I, see. for so. podcasters, I just poured another glass of Glenbro original. That's unblocked. Huh? I want to. I want to smell them. We're gonna do it here. Well, yeah, but now you just. I think there's a big difference. Well, let's do it blind and we'll oh. see. I, okay. Yeah. That I'm, that was the whole point of the experiment. I know. The analytical I just, tool. Just doing oh. it. I after visually seeing I it, I think there's a big sorry. difference. All right. No, we'll see. So if you guys want to take your turns. So now we got to yep. pick which ones. Now, now, don't got, now, look. It's, now it's blind. All right, so now we've, uh, for the podcasters, we've got two glasses that are masked. We can't see what's in them. Um, I'm looking up as I'm smelling. One has Glenmo, and one has Glenmo with four drops of E150. And we're assuming that they had the same yeah, amount I... in the glass when you poured them, right? Yep. They did. Okay. Andrew's good about that. So. Yeah, I, I, it's analytical. I'm going to say, I mean, say this one is, but I, can't, I, I have no idea. Just remember what you're thinking. Remember your, your, your call. Okay. Dun, dun, it's, dun. it's so, I mean, I, I'm guessing based on a, maybe a hint of something, but God, it's almost undetectable, if anything. Well, and if you, if you just calibrated your nose on this, that... When, I mean, I, did, I guess I didn't... I, I will say that, that one has a little bit more of a, just a little bit more of a floral nose about it, and the oh, other one, floral. it's tamped down just a little bit. Okay. But That's I can't what tell... I expect. Oh, what's that? Here's for natural color and non-chill filter, the loss of a legend, and Mark, some gas money. <laughs> some gas money. Uh, Thank you, Zach, for the super chat. Cheers. <laughs> right on. Hang so on, you guys Zach. also have I'll to taste to you. them. You can nose them, but you also have to taste them. <laughs> well, I thought we were just nosing first. Well, both. I mean, you, you, we'll get back around if you want to. Okay. I, I have a... Yes, so, I, and that's fine. So one way, I, I really don't know the difference. Let's all three guess at the same time. Everyone said he would go with one drop to be more re realistic. Well, you, I think you can. I, 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 admittedly, this is really dark, so there's a dramatic change in color there. And so you're right. If and maybe well, you know what? We've got another colored glass. Well, so my next thing is we're going to do water. We're going to do water, and we'll see how much two drops does in the water. God, and make man, it look like I, a I, I, I'm, I'm, All right, sip them. Go and sip I them. think that one's the... 
based on the nose, but what do you guys think? What do you what do you think, Mark? Based I'm, on the nose. I'm waiting. I'll based on the nose. You're gonna do that to me? Yeah. I don't know. Ba based on the nose, I'm gonna say that the gold glass was unaltered. Okay. Hang on. Correct. And the blue glass had the E150. It? I don't know. We'll see. So I'm going to do the same thing. What, are you saying he was right, or did you say it all? I didn't say it. <clears throat> okay, good. No. I'm going to say the blue one's unaltered. I'm gonna say that's The blue one's Glenmoe, and the, the gold one is, uh, is Glenmoe with four drops. I mean, it's, it's probably some... <laughs> Probably. No, I mean, Iowa I Now the beauty is, thanks, you, brother. You guys did. You, you were able to calibrate your nose a little bit, but you didn't calibrate your palate. So mm -hmm. I think I, I think that the the purple one. I, I shouldn't say anything. Never mind. No, I'll, I, I'll wait till you guys are. Well, I don't want to you know, judge you. Skew that. their taste either. Just water. I, th I think I think palate. I have I, I think I have something that's going to give me a little bit of a a clear picture. I'm I'm hoping. Andrew, did you add water to the non-E150 glass? I did not. No. I added only, only the, color. The only thing I can, there's a, a slight difference on the nose, but I don't really get a whole lot of difference on the palate. The palate, I got nothing. The only thing I got in the palate was I felt like one had a longer finish. Oh, man. So the, 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 the blue one, the, the blue one's got something else in it. The blue one's different. It, it is on the, the nose. I think so. Take too. a sip. Did not, you take a but sip? not, not a whole lot. Keep in mind, this is just altered, so it hasn't had a chance for that True. caramel nose to. And you, how many drops did you add? Four. Four. Okay. Hang on. So I gotta say, based off of what we've done thus far. I would say that there is a slight difference on the nose. I would agree. But I would also point out that the amount that you put in is probably excessive yeah. compared to yeah. what they probably use. I don't think there's any so, difference on, on the palate. And I can't taste, I really can't taste any difference. The purple um, tasted like it had a longer finish to me. So I would say that there is maybe some subtle, subtle differences. But, I mean, if you had crappy whiskey there so, before and you put but, some caramel color in it, it's still going to be crappy whiskey. You, but you nailed it. I mean, it's the, the amount of what we did here, the four drops, is way excessive compared to, I mean, you would not normally taste So, this. when we did this in Scotland yeah. three years ago or whatever, I'll be honest. So, it was blind. I, I blindfolded myself. The guy had a glass of water, two glasses of water, and he put E-150 in one, and I was able to tell the internal difference. Easy. But he poured a shit ton he of poured, he poured I mean, he's like, he poured a, a, a tablespoon or, or in, in, you yeah. know. So, that's to me, good. that's way more than you're ever going to get in a glass right. or All a right. bottle. So, you guys were right. The blue had the U150 in it. It blue, did. The blue had, did. had um, four drops of U150 in it. Now, does that look like a good whiskey to you? It's, it's, it does look like a fabulous whiskey. That's water with two drops. Wow! Take a shot of that. Two drops. Water and, with two drops. And one of these 150? has water with two drops. Oh, All so right. we don't know which one it is. All right, well, don't, don't, don't taste it. So one has it, one doesn't. Yeah. So, right. so we're backing off the concentration. I mean, do you really see that much difference between the four drops? I mean, there's a difference between okay, four yeah. drops and two drops. But I can. It's definitely darker with the four. Wow, is there? Can you smell it? Yeah, slightly. Okay. 
slightly. Like that's a hint, like a like a hey, like whiskey mystery. Yep, yeah. mysteries in the house. Yep. Yep. All right, so I had no idea what you guys had said. That we could smell it. I don't know about all that. <laughs> no. Again, go back to see if you can taste smell it. like shitty water. It's Meyer. I know. Purified it smells like a well to me. Have a sip. Purified drinking water. Yeah, if, if, yeah, have a sip of it and see if you can taste it. It's like a smoldering to that purple. Tastes like Meyer water. So he's drinking both both of these glasses. Tastes like water. Meyer water. You can't <laughs> tell a difference. No. On the not, nose not at all? all? Nope. Nope. I got nothing. They're both water. So th this experiment may be slightly colored by the fact that I just added them. And they're, what they're, do you mean by that? Well, because there's a, no there's a nose to this. And as you know, when you, um, you if you can smell this, wow, yeah. That's, it's strong. There's mm. a strong nose to that. Um, you smell the tape? I smell the tape. That's what I... <laughs> I Interesting. No, no, I smell... I smell... I, I didn't get any difference on the palate at all. Right. Um, Uh-oh. Drew's dialing in. No, there's there's a... He's too close for missiles. Switching the guns. There's a dang. There's a slight. There's a slight difference. Which one's Which one's got? You want this one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, a, I can taste that's a black glass. And I can taste. Black. I can taste like. Um, I, I, can, I can taste the caramel. I can taste the hint of caramel. I I get it on the nose. I, I, I oh, taste you that. Do smell. You do. You get just a hint of that caramel on the nose. Yep. I mean, it's so, not. It's not strong, but it's there. So. Okay. I, so I, I think the takeaway from me from from this little experiment is if there's E150 in your whiskey, I'm gonna get it on the nose, not on the palate. And I would definitely think that's probably. I would also say that if it's a case where you know they're gonna put some in to get the color right, and then they're gonna leave it in a vat for a while to kind of marry everything up, that may waft off, and you may not even be able to tell that part of it. And, and honestly, yeah. think about this, right? Think, think of the, I'm not going to name them. Think oh, of the whiskeys everybody always talks about with the 150 in it. The coloring and the smell, I'll give you that, you're right. But with all the other flavors going on, do you think that E150 is going to caramelize it that much to give it that kind of vanilla or caramel tones to it that the whiskey's not already have in it? I don't, I think, don't think so. so. Now, so, I, I will say the one thing that I'm shocked about is... How dark it gets it in a hurry. It's Wild a coloring right? thing for sure. So uh, if you are using that, two, two drops of water makes it darker than, than the entire bottle of Glenmo. I would say if you're using that to a, as a marketing ploy to try and get people to think that your whiskey is older or has been aged longer, if you're using some like kind of crappy barrels, but they're port barrels still, but you're gonna you know, darken up your whiskey to make it look like it's a good whiskey. Like, that's probably some BS. I right? can tell you this much, that E150 does not have near the uh, um, amount of effect or, or effect is really what I'm looking for as a sherry seasoned cask. 
A yes. wet cast. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Oh, You're, not uh, close. Right? So, it, it, I mean, I get it. If people want to be, you know, I don't want to use the word snobbish. If you want to be perfectionist and say, I need non-chill filtered whiskey without... I'm, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, That's I get fine. You. But I will not turn my nose up at a whiskey because it's been chill filtered or because I know it's got color in it. And you know, I appreciate they're trying to make a standard product, but... It's not enough to push your way. It's not, not, not for me. It really no. isn't. At the end of the day, it all comes down to whether I enjoy it or not anyway. Yeah. So yep. Alejandro had an interesting question. He has heard that E150 affects more the form of the whiskey than the flavor, meaning the length of the arrival, development, and finish. I, I honestly did not <sighs> taste no. any differences. Even in the water, really, there really wasn't a, a, a change for me on the palate with it. That's a really interesting question. I want to know where that came from, Alejandro. I, I mean, that, that's a very pointed question, very specific. Um, and the person mm -hmm. that, that brought that point, I, I'd like to really talk to them more about it and, and see where they're coming from because I didn't get it. I didn't get any of that on this. I think it's fair to say it's more of a coloring agent than it is anything else. Yeah, there's really not. That's it. And, you know, it's not like Scotch is the only one that puts this in there. Oh, no. Look at And, you know, I mean, bourbons. Don or past whiskey. Brandy. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, at the end of the day, this is all a consumer product. And there's got to be a level of consistency and quality because they're, you know, like, <laughs> Glymphitic is putting out 1.2 million cases a year. And the first case has to taste like the last case. Exactly. They have to look the same. Like everything has to be consistent because people are, you know, it's, it's they're paying their money. I'm gonna drink the trophy for Brianna. Well, and, Brianna, and Cohen was saying glass. the bourbons don't use no kind of colors. I doubt. Um, I don't believe it. I'll yeah. guarantee that some of those bourbons that you get that are, you know, See, you six months old or whatever you have, you think they're rich and dark because uh, color. I, I think you're there, right. There's a lot of them. And, I mean, you kind of have to. It's the same thing with, you know, Sodas. American whiskey <laughs> that it is with scotch. You don't want to put a bottle of Jack next to another bottle of Jack, and one's kind of light and one's kind of dark. They're going to so people are going to ask questions. Right. And, and I'll tell you what. With this crowd, with, with who we have on it, and I, I, we're fine if they were different. If there were two Johnny Walkers, sure. I get it. I understand. I've been drinking whiskey long enough. I respect that. That's not. But if you don't, if you haven't been doing this, you're going to look at that and say, there's something wrong. This bottle's bad. Right. Exactly. You know? And they can't afford for that. <laughs> no. And, and you know, not it's, at all. it's so uh, unconscious. You know, I've, I've got the uh, whiskey and the water both here colored. And I, you I, can't I, even tell. I, I took a drink of it. And I'm like... Oh, that's water. <laughs> you cannot tell. Look, you they look exactly. Tell. Look, I mean, these look the same. Both of your drams you know look almost exactly the same. Which one is, is water and which is whiskey? This, I mean, it just goes to show you that it's a powerful tool that is used yeah. in lots yes. of places. And we've used like none Nothing. of this bottle. And that's going to last us for eternity. So, See, maybe that's a problem is the neck pour. Oh, I, I have to think that we'll be saving that bottle for meetups when we can have meetups again. Oh, absolutely. I think this is experiments with yes. other people because I think a lot of people on here would enjoy doing some kind of challenge like that where they can kind of taste through for themselves and see if they get it. Son, Mike Porter says bourbon by law cannot be colored, Andrew. Well, maybe. Um, there you go. How much was that bottle? $7. So for $7, I we invite you to do your own E150 challenge and let us know. See if, see if you come up with anything different, anything... You know, everyone says one drop, et cetera. I mean, the different things you could do, 
I challenge you guys to tell us that we're wrong and say there's anything more than this coloring. Maybe if we had a five-year anniversary so, get-together, we could... You know, a big, uh, a big hitter in the industry that is very against it is John. Uh, Compass Box, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, John Glenn, absolutely. Maybe he, maybe he can discern. I, I'm not. The guy's a master. I get well, it. He, you know, his nose guys, and palate is different than mine. I can smell it. At, at that level, sure, I will nod to the guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that smell uh, going to be trumping the whiskey? Well, and I, I'm kind of curious if we leave that for. You know, put it in a bottle for a week and see if you can still or smell it. Or put it in a vat that's got 5,000 gallons. Well, and he, put he, it in the vat, well, he just doesn't see the need for it, so why pay for it? Right. No, but he has made, he has gone on record and, and, and said that, you know, you it does make a difference. You can taste, you can smell. Um, and well, we proved tonight. I, I don't know that I can taste Maybe. it. I don't know. I, I, I can smell it. Oh, and I that's why I was nodding. Maybe he can taste it. Maybe yeah. he can. His, I'm, I'm yeah, those his, experts probably. Yeah. I think you would need a, a, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I really did taste it in the water. Very slight, very slightly. But I think you'd have to put a lot in there. To this really is the residue from the dropper. It's like, it looks like Edgar Door. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, yeah, man. some dark stuff. Is that water? So, I'll take a shot of that. I would say, no. you know... My takeaway from this is if there are manufacturers that are putting out vast quantities of whiskey and they're using this to just equalize the color, a couple drops here, a couple drops there, probably I'm not going to taste it. No, nope. probably I'm not going to smell it. And I understand why they're using it. It's quality control thing. Yes. Whatever. Minor, I understand the minor, manufacturers minor, minor. that aren't going to use it. And if people want to avoid it, I totally get that too. But it's... It's very hard to pick up in the glass. That's a good experiment. It's, it's really fun. It's fun to I, I was, with, I was not anticipating sure. guys to be able to detect it as much, but you did. So it tells me you got a real sensitive nose and you can pick that stuff up. You know, two drops in a glass. Well, we've trained ourselves a little bit from doing this for Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, so what, what I'm saying here is if, I mean, now granted, this was way more than even what, well, no, it's actually less than what uh, the Whiskey Tribe put into their bottle of water. And so they had 70, so that would be like three drops per ounce. I don't yeah. know if they got into tasting so much. No, though. they didn't. They didn't. But, but what I'm saying is that's a lot of color, and that's probably not outside the realm of what you Well, volume, volume to, yeah, you're right. I'll I mean, I, wouldn't, I you. wonder if you'd have like a big old thing of water and try it. So, so maybe much there's taste. a little bit something I want to that. revisit this at a later date. When I haven't had any scotch, any alcohol, and just two glasses of water, where I know my palate's fresh, clean, I haven't... I haven't hit it with any alcohol and to see if I can taste the difference. I, I don't think it's going to make a difference, but I do know that my palate's been affected by having a couple yeah. of glasses already. And um, it's very good. So it was fun. Interesting. Yeah. It, it was super interesting. That so, was a cool challenge. Uh, well, um, we are out of time and it's time for the Patreon after show. So, Patreon, and and just, so, just so you know, we are using Coin83 that we use for the Glenn Fittick 12 review. Yep. We're, so, getting, we're getting kind of close. Still, still available. Hey, guys, we had a great time talking about E150 tonight. We had the doc in the house all night. How cool was that? I mean, cool. not that we didn't want Andrew, but... But you know, you know Andrew's drinking good stuff in the green room. That's not true. He drinks plastic He's candle. drinking E150. Anyway, <laughs> He's happy, but, though. Um, good conversation. It was great to see everybody tonight. Uh, for our folks down in the South Gulf be Coast, safe. you know, be safe. Leanne, yeah, we're thinking sure. about you. We're keeping you in our thoughts and prayers. You guys take care. We'll see our patrons in the post after show. And uh, cheers, everybody. Oh, by, cheers, the way, guys. by the way, before I forget, Ooh. next week we are starting a new series. It's going to be off the chains. 
We got, oh. we got, we have a whole top ten thing we got going on. We've got ten unique blinds that we've already bottled up. It's going to be a ten, top ten battle. Do under fifty. Under fifty bucks that you chose. That you guys chose. That we're gonna do. It's, it's gonna be epic. So do, do do we need to pay whiskey mystery for like copyright? For copyright, that's right. We're gonna. We're, it's whiskey <laughs> mystery <laughs> style. Hey, uh, before we do, since you're talking about future things, we do have a patron only show coming up. A patron only live show on a Thursday coming up probably in the next week or two. Patrons be on the lookout for the announcement on that. Probably can't do it next week since we didn't really tell everybody else that we we're doing it this week. So probably two weeks from now we'll pull that one off. Um, We've got a lot of other cool things going on. Patrons, we did send out a message, so hopefully you guys got that and know what's on the horizon. We got some cool things. We've got a patron Scotch swap, Super Santa. Super Santa. Santa. Secret Santa. 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 Oh, okay. If you like Scotch samples, owls are flying. It's what I'm talking about. So anyway, <laughs> hey man, happy Thursday. Cheers guys. Cheers guys. Cheers. Thanks a lot guys. Love y'all.